On today's episode, the publishing industry is a subscription stalwart. This and more, of course, today on Recur Now. From ProfitWells Boston HQ, it is Tuesday, November 26th. I'm Abby Sullivan. And I'm Grace Gagnon. It's a beautiful day to subscribe. First up, your daily subscription digest. In an article on Zora's blog, our friends over there remind us why the publishing industry is so crucial to the subscription operation. Because the industry has long made a success out of establishing and developing direct customer relationships. And as one of the first sectors to adopt the subscription business model, publishers have always empathized with the value of providing engaging experiences to its readers. The article by Zora nods to the success of the Financial Times, whose business is so booming that it's now sharing its subscription learnings with the world via something called FT Strategies. Yeah, and in the UK alone, eMarketer estimates this year adults will spend 5 hours, 16 minutes on digital media daily. And that's a 13-minute increase from the year prior. And that figure will only continue to grow at 5 hours, 27 minutes the next year. So how can other industries learn from the way publishers are nailing it in the space? Well, putting readers' preferences and interests first should be the core of any subscription strategy because simply put, it pays off. Succeeding in subscription also means having business flexibility to try new things and to iterate quickly on offerings as ultimately needs change. And as Zora highlights, and we're totally on board with the sentiment, quote, operationally speaking, this could range from offering a new service for mobile readers, creating new pricing models or new payment methods. Because those who innovate and continually evolve their offerings will be those that win out. Later in this episode, a look at the life of Teen Zuo, Zora's fearless co-founder and CEO. And in the same realm of digital media consumption, we're bringing light back to Nir Eyal, known as the prophet for habit-forming technology. His first book, the New York Times bestseller Hooked, reveals the psychology that builds habit-forming products. And his newly dropped read, Indistractable, How to Control Your Attention and Choose Your Life, explores the psychology driving us to distraction and why solving the problem is not as simple as disowning our devices. From London Real TV, here's Nir on Indistractable. That the root cause of why we become distracted is because we feel these internal triggers that we seek to escape. When you're feeling lonely, check Facebook. When you're uncertain, you Google. When you're bored, check the news, check sports scores, whatever. If we don't deal with this fact that we are trying to escape an uncomfortable sensation when we become distracted, we're always going to be distracted by one thing or another. We are slaves now to the urgent at the sacrifice of the important. And I think after hearing that, we might need to feature this one in the Profit Well Book Club because there's a huge mental dilemma here, right? A lot of us at our business model's core aim to create products that do just that, require return usage, the ultimate motivator behind the recurring revenue model. But we're also aiming to create products that better our users, not become an outlet for avoiding reality. So have any of you read Nier's work? What's your mindset on creating a product that hooks its users? Connect with us. Send a note to abby at recurnow.com with your intel. We've had a lot of good insight come our way lately, and we're excited for more. And we're seeing yet another example of the subscription model making it work. Scribd, a company first launched as a document sharing service in 2007, which now offers access to a library of ebooks, audiobooks, newspapers, and magazines for that sweet spot price of $8.99 per month, has just raised 58 mil. This year, the company announced it had more than 1 million paying subscribers and was seeing more than 100 million visitors each month, many of them brought in by the freemium model. It's been profitable since 2017, 
bringing in 100 million in ARR. Since then, the company has launched an original content initiative focused on works that are longer than a magazine article, but shorter than a traditional book. It's also started to create localized experiences for international markets like Mexico, a really smart move in the customer segmentation realm, which we know can be super helpful to uncover growth ops in your subscription business. For more on that, check out ProfitWell segments so we can help you uncover which customer segments are driving and which are detracting from your growth. In the script announcement, co-founder and CEO Trip Adler said the new funding will enable them to continue to operate sustainably and efficiently while accelerating their growth, product innovations, content acquisition, and continued investment in their employees. And your subscription news is wrapped. Up next, a spotlight on Teen Duo. Today's subscription sapien is Teen Zoo, who, as the founder of Zora, has given hundreds of other entrepreneurs the tools to manage their own subscription-based businesses. Zoo may be a veteran of the SaaS space, being one of the first employees at Salesforce and remaining there for nine years, but he is not afraid to be radical. He and his team would go to crazy lengths to get customers and mindshare in those early days, from putting sales reps in taxis with their competitors' potential clients to protesting the Apple iPad. Zoo believes that instead of building a product and finding customers, you should identify your user base and build a product around them. You have to think about things backwards, right? You have to think about things in, 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 in the reverse of what the conventional wisdom is. And so the conventional wisdom might be you create a product and then you go find customers. I, I don't think it works like that, not, not in the early days. I, I think you start with a customer and you say, there's a set of customers that have a pain point and I actually know who they are. And you can even test the idea. And so, um, you know, before we actually launched the product at Salesforce, we probably had about 200 people that were already signed up to, to, to join the beta when, if and when we released it. And uh, at Zora, we had a signed customer contract I think it was for um, about $50,000 a year. And the contract was written to say, you obviously don't owe us any money until we deliver the product. But we had built a prototype yet, but we hadn't actually created the product. And, and so, um, and so there's, there's, there's a certainty that you can go into the exercise with if you can start from the customer and understand what the demand is. As one of the earliest adopters of the subscription model, Zoo has a wealth of knowledge. So it's no surprise that he literally wrote the book on subscription. In his book titled Subscribed, he evaluates subscription past, present, and future. With all kinds of companies incorporating subscription into their business, the pricing model may seem like a no-brainer, but this was not always the case. Zoo was integral in showing the bigwigs on Wall Street the subscription way. There's a new business model that invalidates the existing incumbent Oracle, SAP, ERP systems. And so it gives us a chance to build something brand new. That being said, if it really is something new, then you have to spend a lot of time, right, you know, evangelizing it, but, but explaining to the world why the new thing is the new thing. And it takes time. And, and I remember the first time we convinced um, folks about a subscription-based business model, we came up with the term subscription economy in 2008, and it didn't work, right? We actually said, this is not working. Let's not use this term anymore, right? So we stopped using it. We tried like business cloud, we tried all these other things. And then in, you know, in 2009, 
I, I think uh, maybe like Netflix started truly transforming the subscriptions, and so we dusted off the term subscription economy, tried it again, and this time it, it, it really stuck. And, and so you, you need to try things. Same thing with investors. In, in 2004, when Salesforce went public, we had a hard time getting investors to, uh, to understand uh, the business model. I mean, they looked at it and they're like, you're losing money, you're gonna lose money forever, right? Why would I wanna invest in you? I don't understand why Oracle and SAP can't just take you guys out. And so, so Salesforce was not a runaway success um, in the initial years. It took like NetSuite, SuccessFactors, and a bunch of other SaaS companies to go public before people realized, okay, well maybe, maybe this, is, this is going to be real. Just one of the ways subscription has flipped conventional business knowledge on its head is that it's all about the user. Understanding your users is crucial to building success, which is at the cornerstone of Zora's strategy and trickles down to all the businesses they help and their users in turn. How do I develop a picture of a customer? Right? How much have they purchased from me in the past? And, and what are they doing with my application? Right? If you're a product company, start putting sensors in your product, start collecting that information, but tie all that information back to that customer record, back to that, we call it a subscriber identity record. And then look at it. And then you have fundamentally three questions. You know, is your growth in the future going to come from acquiring more customers? Right. And how are you going to do that? Right. And then you do that with services. I'm going to go down market. I'm going to go international market. Or is your revenue going to come from increasing the revenues per customer, which means you need to cross sell, upsell, redefine your bundles and so on and so forth. Or is your revenue going to come from reducing churn? We were talking to a gaming company. And they said, you know, we sell a lot of games. And when we come up with a new game, we know we can sell a million copies of the game. And people will pay us $60 for that game. And then two years later, we'll come up with the next version, right? Before it was version 10, now it's version 11. And we know that only 50% of our customers that bought that game, you know, the old version two years ago, will buy the new version, 50%. And so to a subscription company, that's 50% of your customers churning over two years. And then what the CEO said is, you know, if we take that $60 and we take it over time, right? We take it over two years, but we're forced to keep the customer engaged, right? They're not playing the game for two weeks and they forget about it, right? We're going to keep them engaged. We're going to keep them coming back. We're going to create new versions. We're going to create light versions for their phone, right? Whatever it happens to be. And we keep them engaged with the brand. We know that we can hold on to a lot more than 50% of our customers over that two-year period. And that's a much healthier business. This is how companies need to think. Start with the customer. How do you hold on to the customers? Don't worry about taking all the revenue up front for a product sale, but how do you get them engaged with you over and over again over a period of time? And then how do you wrap your revenue model, right, to be reflected, to reflect the value that they're getting from that engagement, that experience with you, right? That's the starting point. Now, yes, there's huge implications on how you price, right, how you design your products, how you go to market, right? But, but start with that because that would inform all the other decisions that you need inside your company. If you enjoyed this snippet into the subscription sapien, share this and make sure you're subscribed to Recur Now to receive them straight to your inbox. And finally, a teaser for the ProfitWell Book Club. The ProfitWell Book Club breaks down relevant industry books, finding the lessons that matter. We read from cover to cover so you don't have to. Find this and more like it on recurnow.com. And that's it for your November 26th episode of Recur Now. Tomorrow, we talk Black Friday, but don't get spooked. We'll bring the calm.